to this morning's podcast, Fernando Alcoholic. I'll be reading Daily Reflections today, a little 24-hour book. And then King Solomon's, my sponsor's, advice for today, the 16th of August. I had dropped out. We might next ask ourselves what we mean when we say that we have harmed other people. Let's go ahead and pray, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. We might next ask ourselves what we mean when we say that we have harm other people. What kind of harm do people do one another anyway? To define the word harm in a practical way, we might call it the result of instinct in collision, which caused physical, emo- mental, emotional, and spiritual damage to people. What kind of harms do people do another way? To define the word harm, it is practical way we might call it is the result of instinct and collisions, which cause physical, mental, emotional, spiritual damage. It kind of reminds me of yesterday's reading, which was, uh, we attempt to sweep away the debris which has accumulated out of our effort to live on self-will and run the shows ourselves. If we haven't had the will to do this, we ask until it comes. Remember, it was agreed at the beginning we would go 20 lanes to get victory over alcohol. And before that, it says, And third, having thus cleaned away the debris of the past, we consider how, with our newfound knowledge of ourselves, we may develop the best possible relation with every human being. First, we take a look at backwards the next day and try to discover where we have been at fault Next, we make a vigorous attempt to repair the damage we have done. The next day, the moral inventory is a cool examination of the damages that occur to us during life and a sincere effort to look at them in a true perspective. This has the effect of taking the ground glass out of us, the emotional substance that still cuts and inhibits. To a degree, he has already done this when taking moral inventory, but now the time has come when we ought to redouble his efforts to see how many people he has hurt and in what ways, and became willing to make amends to them all, made a list of all the persons we had harmed. We, in turn, sought the same escape with all the desperation of drowning men. What seems at first a flimsy reed has proved to be the loving and powerful hand of God. A new life has been given us, if you prefer, a design for living that really works. You know, as I was reading this, the thought came to my mind about the fact is is, um, when you totally cut people out of your life and you hurt so many people, And then you come to the understanding that that was the most valuable thing in life is other people. Other people are more important than cars, stereo systems, uh, iPhones, watches to have resentful. People are more valuable than that and they need to be treated. Once we wait, I woke up, my understanding was is is, is that a resentment was hurting me more than I was hurting them. Even though I did the harm, I didn't initiate the harm. I shouldn't have been there. I shouldn't have made those suggestions. I did not make that. I shouldn't have made the gesture. In the beginning, it was all 
I did something to cause the dumb harm. And then the resentment started, the fight started and everything. Well, the best way to do is keep a cool head, happy, joyous, and free, and know that everybody needs forgiveness. Everybody uh, is doing the best they can with what they have. And if it's not us to judge them, but be aware of dangerous people, places, and things. You know, don't put our guard down. We know there's people out there that are, that are just becking to start a fight. And that's that's all they know. Amen. Okay, reading from the uh, second part from Daily Reflections, August 6, 16 is, I have been to English, English, I have been to eight-step meetings, always thinking, I really haven't harmed many people, mostly myself, but the time came when I wrote my list out and it was not as short as I thought it would be. I either liked you, disliked you, or needed something from you. It was that simple. I did either liked you, disliked you, or needed something from you. People had done what I wanted them to do and intimate relationships were out of hand because of my partner's unreasonable demands. Were these sins of omission because of my drinking? I had dropped out, never sending cars, returning calls, being there for other people, or taking part of their lives. What a grace it is, it has been, to look at these relationships to make my inventories in quiet, alone with God of my understanding, and to go forth daily with a willingness to be honest and forthright in my relationships. Amen. Instead of morbid reflection, uh, drawing back into oneself, not able to do those things. That was me. Unable to build relationships, thinking, you know, you're not going to like me. I'm unlovable. Yep. Okay, 24-hour little book. Moving right ahead, please. August the 16th. The alcoholic is absolutely unable to stop drinking on the basis of self-knowledge. We must admit we can do nothing about it ourselves. Willpower and self-knowledge will never help in the strange mental blank spots when we are attempted to drink. An alcoholic mentality is in a very sick condition. The last flicker of conviction that we can do this job ourselves must be snuffed out. The spiritual answer and the program of action are the only hope. Only spiritual principles will solve our problems. We are completely helpless apart from divine help. Our defense against the drink must come from a higher power. Have I accepted the spiritual answer and the program of action? Page 43. The only defense that can keep us from a drink is a higher power. That's why we, I go around thanking God for my little problems. So when a big problem like the temptation to drink comes along, I'm already exercised. My muscles, my mentality, my imagination, and my focus, I'm going to thank God that I want to drink. I want to thank God that the thought came through my mind, and then I give a God a chance uh, to redirect me. And I do this by the training. Of, there's only one thing that's important, only one skill to develop, not to drink. All the others, you know, according to the, your higher power, should fall backwards, and they should line up. They just start thanking God that He's going to show Himself strong on your behalf. That we got to do is put action to those and say, Thank you, God, I got a DUI. Thank you, God, I am alone. Thank you, God, I haven't won the lottery. 
Thank you, God. All kinds of stuff. Our defense against drinking must come from a higher power. Have I accepted the spiritual answer or the help or the program of action or the help of God? That was a big one for me to accept God's help. Meditation for the day. Rest now until life, eternal life, flowing through your veins and heart and mind bids you to bestir yourself. Then glad work will follow. Tired work is never effective. The strength of God's spirit is always available to the tired mind and body. He is your physician and your healer. Look at these quiet times of communion with God for rest, for peace, for cure. Then rise refreshed in spirit and go out to work knowing that your strength is able to meet any problem because it is reinforced by God's power. Amen. I pray, I pray that the peace I have found will make me effective. I pray that I may be relieved, relieved of all strain during this day. Relieved. And King Solomon. Boy, I'm long-winded today, huh? Thank you, guys. A couple of more minutes and we'll be done. Maybe about five. King Solomon. Proverbs 16. We can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. We can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. That's why it's so imperative that we ask Him and talk with Him. He will show you if you... Go, mostly going, making the wrong choices. People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. The Lord has made everything for His own purposes, even the wicked for a day of disaster. Whoa, it's way beyond my cocoa head. The Lord detests the proud. They will surely be punished. Unfailing love and faithfulness makes atonement for sin. By fearing the Lord, people avoid evil. Unfailing love, giving the benefit of the doubt yourself, and faithfulness make atonement for sin. By fearing the Lord, people avoid evil. When people's lives please the Lord, even their enemies are at peace with them. Better to have a little with godliness than to be rich and dishonest. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. The king speaks with divine wisdom. He must never judge unfairly. The Lord demands accurate scales and balances. He set the standards for fairness. A king detests wrongdoing, for his rule is built on justice. The king is pleased with words from righteous lips. He loves those who speak honestly. The anger of the kings is a daily threat. The wise will try to appease it. When the king smiles, there is life. His favor refreshes like a spring rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold and good judgment than silver. The path of the virtuous lead away from evil. Whoever follows the path is safe. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty nest before a fall. Better to live humbly with the poor than to share plunder with the proud. Those who listen to instruction will prosper. Those who trust the Lord will be joyful. If I want to prosper, I need to listen and read and focus on instructions. Okay. 
I want to prosper to do a project. I need to focus on the instructions. What are the instructions? Those who trust the Lord will be joyful. Getting on my knees, thanking God. And Lord, I trust you this day. I just want to have an experience with you, God. I want to have a new experience with my fellow men, myself, and this program, so that I may be joyful with you, with your principles. Amen. The wise are known for their understanding and pleasant words and persuasiveness. Discretion is a life-giving fountain to those who possess it, but discipline is wasted on fools. Discipline is wasted on fools. Man, this goes way over my head. Uh, fools are stuck on stupid. They cannot learn. Uh, but discretion is discretion. In other words, uh, good judgment, uh, cautious, um, it, you know, being tranquil, making proper decisions. Discretion is a life-giving fountain to those who possess it. Not everybody has discretion. And then uh, we waste our time and get crazy. I know people got crazy with me trying to turn this village chap into uh, a brilliant, brilliant human being. Only God can make that miracle. You give it. You give your foolishness over to God. Thank you, God. I did that. Thank you, God. I foolish. Thank you, God. I'm foolish. Now you're on the right road, acknowledging God and putting your foolishness on on uh, on His grill so he can burn it up there's going to be a lot of mistakes a lot of to keep at it thank you God for my foolishness I thank you God I did that I thank you I spend it all my money a fool and his money gets separated right away oh my goodness from a wise mind comes wise speech says King Solomon the words of the wise are persuasive from a wise mind comes wise speech the words of the wise are persuasive from a wise mind comes wise speech. The words of the wise are persuasive. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. It is good for workers to have an appetite and an empty stomach drives them on. Scoundrels create trouble. Their words are a destructive place. A troublemaker plants seed of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. Violent people mislead their companions, leading them down a harmful path. With narrow eyes, pe people plot evil. With a smirk, they plan their mischief. Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained by living a godly life. Better to be patient than powerful. Better to have self-control than to conquer a city. We may throw the dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. Amen. Let's go ahead and pray, priest, the Our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working.
Welcome, family, to today's podcast meeting of 12-step program. Not an official meeting. It's my opinion. I'm reading AA literature and commenting on it. I'm Fernando, alcoholic. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. August 14, repairing the damage. We attempt to sweep away the debris which has accumulated out of our effort to live on self-will and run the show ourselves. If we haven't the will to do this, we ask until it comes. Remember, it was agreed at the beginning we would go to any lengths for victory over alcohol. Again, We have attempted to sweep away the debris which have accumulated out of our effort to live on self-will and run the show ourselves. If we haven't the will to do this, we ask until it comes. Remember, it was agreed at the beginning we would go to any lengths for victory over alcohol. AA Big Book, page 76. Making a list of people I had harmed was not a particularly difficult thing to do. They had showed up in my fourth step inventory, people towards whom I had resentments, real or imagined, and whom I had hurt by acts of retaliation. For my recovery to be thorough, I believe it was not important for those who had legitimate harm me to make amends to me. What is important in my relationship with God is that I stand before Him, knowing I have done what I can to repair the damage I have done. And one of the ways to do that, guys, is Fernando Alcoholic, is through living amends, of course. And then uh, a rifle attempt of prayer, you know, spending some days in prayer, 15 days, 45 days to the people we harm. That will cure your heart. And actually, even sometimes it's better than making an amends because you're going to give them a blessing from heaven. Open the heavens and pour. They will drop resentments. I speak from experience, you know, but the, the, the main idea is the focus, the focus of getting on your knees and praying for someone, praying for the job, their family around them, and doing it on a consistent basis. That right there is the uh, crux of the whole matter, is to follow through, focus and follow through on, so it's best you put a paper on the wall, your closet. And then you mark it an X every time I prayed for that person. I mark it an X on it. I get on there and I spend those five minutes of praying for all the person's responsibility. Their connection with their higher power, their brothers and sisters, mom, dad, their connection with their bills and, and their health and their employer. You pray for those people. You know they're not praying for themselves. That's... That will clear our heart, our slate, and make us continue to grow the way God intended to. We have done the right thing. We've done the merciful right thing. And it has, I believe it has great compensation for, for us to move with our dreams and our bucket list and move forward. And this is not a life of uh, weeping and just getting it over with and, and living on step 10, 11, and 12 service, watching for anything to crop up, spiritual connection with a higher power. It's just a beautiful um, life. 
All right, I'm going to read August 15th. Didn't we hurt anybody? Some of us, though, trip over a very different snag. We clung to the claim that when drinking, we never hurt anybody but ourselves. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 79. This step seemed so simple. I identified several people whom I had harmed, but they were no longer available. Still, I was uneasy about the step and avoided conversations dealing with it. In time, I learned to investigate those steps and areas of my life which made me uncomfortable. My search revealed my parents who had been deeply hurt by my isolation from them, my employer who worried about my absence, my memory lapses, my temper, and the friends I had shunned. Without explanation, as I faced the reality of the harm I had done, State 8 took on a new meaning. I no longer un uncomfortable and I feel clean and light. I'm Fernando Alcoholic. Yeah, they said that we were connected to about 40 people when we're out there using and drugging. People are worrying. You know, they, they see, especially in California, they got about 2,300 homicides a year, and you're out there living in a fast lane and, and dangerous. That doesn't include the, uh, the 3,600 deaths a year on car accidents, you know, with alcohol and and California and all kinds of crazy stuff. We put ourselves in arm's way. And so we did, I did hurt a lot of people. I had all, everybody worried. But once I got into AA, I, I stuck to my job. They saw my happiness, um, you know, and reporting to them, reporting to family affairs and just happy and helpful. And, and that gave them peace. They can go on with their lives. I'm not robbing time from them. Because when I say I didn't hurt anybody but myself, that's a, a very selfish, um, prideful statement, I think. You know, it's just the writing on the wall. Thank you. Now we're going to move over to see what my uh, sponsor, King Solomon, has to say on the 14th and 15th of Proverbs. Please. Thank you. All right, Proverbs 14 says, A wise woman builds her home, but a foolish one tears it down with her own hands. Those who follow the right path fear the Lord. Those who take the wrong path despise Him. A fool's proud talk becomes a rod that beats him, but the words of the wise keep them safe. Without oxen, a stable stays clean, but you need a strong ox for a large harvest. An honest witness does not lie. A false witness brings lies. A mocker seeks wisdom and never finds it, but knowledge comes easy to those who, with understanding. Stay away from fools and you won't find knowledge on their lips, for you won't find knowledge on their lips. The prudent understand where they are going, but fools deceive themselves. Fools make fun at guilt, but the godly acknowledge it and seek reconciliation. Wow, fools make fun at guilt, but the godly acknowledge it and seek reconciliation. Each heart notes its own bitterness, and no one else can fully share its joy. 
The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the godly will flourish. There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. Laughter can conceal a heavy heart, but when the laughter ends, the grief remains. Backsliders get what they deserve. Good people receive their reward. Only simpletons believe everything they're told. The prudent carefully consider their steps. The wise are cautious and avoid danger. Fools plunge ahead with reckless confidence. Short-tempered people do foolish things and schemers are hated. Simpletons are clothed with foolishness, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. Evil people will bow down before good people. The wicked will bow at the gates of the godly. The poor are despised even by their neighbors, while the rich have many friends. It is a sin to belittle one's neighbor. Blessed are those who help the poor. If you plan to do evil, you will be lost. If you plan to do good, you will receive unfailing love and faithfulness. Work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. Wealth is a crown for the wise. The efforts of fools yields only foolishness. A truthful witness saves lives, but a false witness is a traitor. Those who fear the Lord are secure. He will be a refuge to their children. Fear of the Lord is a life-giving fountain. It offers escape from the snares of death. A growing population is a king's glory. A prince without subjects has nothing. People with understanding control their anger. A hot temper shows great foolishness. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like cancer in the bones. Those who oppress the poor insult their maker, but helping the poor honors him. The wicked are crushed by disaster, but the godly have a refuge when they die. Wisdom is enshrined in an understanding heart. Wisdom is not found among fools. Godliness makes a nation great, but sin is a disgrace to any people. Godliness makes a nation great, but sin is a disgrace to any people. A king rejoices in wise servants, but is angry with those who disgrace him. Proverbs 15 A gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words makes tempers flare. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing, but the mouth of fools belch out foolishness.
The Lord is watching everywhere, keeping his eye on both the, the evil and the good. Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Only a fool despises a parent's discipline. Whoever learns from correction is wise. There is treasure in the house of the godly, but the earnings of the wicked bring trouble. The lips of the wise give good advice. The heart of a fool has none to give. The Lord detests the sacrifice of the wicked, but he delights in the prayers of the upright. The Lord detests the way of the wicked, but he loves those who pursue godliness. Whoever abandons the right path will be severely disciplined. Whoever hates correction will die. Even death and destruction hold no secrets from the Lord. How much more does he know the human heart? Mockers hate to be corrected, so they stay away from the wise. A glad heart makes a happy face. A broken heart crushes the spirit. A wise person is hungry for knowledge, while the fools feed on trash. For the despondent, every day brings trouble. For the happy heart, life is a continual feast. For the despondent, the grumpy, every day brings trouble. But for the gratitude heart, life is a continual feast. Better to live with little and having fear for the Lord than having great treasure and inner turmoil. A bowl of vegetables with someone you love is better than steak with someone you hate. A hot-tempered person starts fight. A cool-tempered person stops them. A lazy person's way is blocked with briars, but the path of the upright is an open highway. Sensible children bring joy to their father. Foolish children despise their mother. Foolishness brings joy to those with no sense. A sensible person stays on the right path. <clears throat> Foolishness brings joy to those with no sense. A sensible person stays on the right path. Plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. Everyone enjoys a fitting reply. It is wonderful to say the right, say the right thing at the right time. Everyone enjoys a fitting reply. It is wonderful to say the right thing at the right time. The path of life leads upward to the wise. They leave the grave behind. The Lord tears down the house of the proud, but he protects the property of widows. 
The Lord detests evil plans, but he delights in pure words. Greed brings grief to the whole family, but those who hate bribes will live. The heart of the godly thinks carefully before speaking. The mouth of the wicked overflows with evil words. The heart of the godly thinks carefully before speaking. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. A cheerful look brings you joy to the heart. Good news makes for good health. If you listen to constructive criticism, you will be at home among the wise. If you reject discipline, you only harm yourself. But if you listen to correction, you grow in understanding. Fear of the Lord teaches wisdom. Humility precedes honor. Fear of the Lord teaches wisdom. And now, some bright spots in the grapevine are personal stories. One of my favorite, favorite books to read, The Grapevine. This is from October the 20th. October 2020, 2020, 2020. <laughs> Bright spots in a crisis. I came to AA and got sober in 2009. This is sent in by Jim, Jim B. from San Marcos, Texas. Back then, I had been on layoff from work due to the weak economy. I was attending as many as four meetings a day. Not long after, however, my former boss called me back to work. For the next 10 years, I went to meetings only as my work schedule allowed. It was a busy job, and I was often only able to attend meetings on weekends. Then on March 2020, the COVID virus hit, and due to the strict structures of social distancing, suddenly... New way of attending AA appeared when online videos meetings began opening up everywhere. For the first month, I attended meetings online during my lunch break, an option that I haven't previously been available to me. Then in April, my schedule changed so that I was on a three-day work week with lots of times on my hands for the four days off. As more and more line meetings opened up, I decided to make a goal for myself to hit at least one online meeting in every state in the United States. I added other meetings globally during the project, but my initial goal was just for the U.S. During that time, I found several meetings that I felt really comfortable with. I repeatedly attended those, and I started to feel like family in those rooms. I got to know several people I would never have had the opportunity to meet had I remained in the Texas-centric mode. I had been in prior to the COVID crisis. One day in June, people in all the virtual meetings I attended started talking about starting up face-to-face -face meetings again. It hit me hard that our online meetings might not be this soon be discontinued. Well, I should have felt glad for the return of two traditional meetings, 
formats, my response was to experience some sadness and regret. After all, I have gotten to know many of those members personally and felt a fellowship and kinship toward them. I had a talk with my sponsor about this, and he suggested that I let these groups I consider close family know of my feelings. So I did. I was encouraged to hear what at least some of the members were considering continuing on with the virtual meetings even after the COVID situation improves. And all of them returned my sentiments about how important our fellowship had become. What happened next, only my higher power knows, but I do know that for a long time, all these virtual meetings are available. I'm going to continue attending them. I found something that my sobriety was missing, available meetings. In fact, I probably attend more AA meetings in the past two months than I have in the previous 10 years. And my program has improved dramatically. As a result, I'm happier now than I ever been. Jim B. from San Marcos, Texas. Our next story is called Sweet Music for a Tough Time. Sweet Music for a Tough Time. Two sober roommates strive to keep growing and inspiring one another as they make the best of a crisis. It's been 98 days since New York City declared a state of emergency due to the COVID outbreak. After beginning phase one reopening last week, much of the city is still closed and I never leave the apartment without a face mask. Between the pandemic, which demands isolation and ongoing protests outside, it's easy to feel anxious and yet thanks to AA, I feel blessed by my life these days. My higher power's presence may not always be entirely obvious to me, but God has definitely been involved. Why else would I be living with someone who has been sober for more than 40 years as we navigate life in the middle of a pandemic? The universe saw fit for the two of us to share an East Village apartment in New York City. Instructor and pupil, long-timer and newcomer, master, teacher, and beginner. As a and Isa and I have a meeting most mornings during which we discuss an entire entry from either Daily Reflections or, or El Non-Reader. We share about the reading and then check in with each other about our respective plans for the day. Lately, we've been meeting on the roof and we often look lucky enough to have the silent participation of Isa's warm-hearted pup, Krishna. At two and a half years of sobriety, I have been unexpectedly impacted by this experience of living with Isa. She has taught me more than she knows. Well, she knows. Offered a great deal of her time, and in so doing, she has become a spiritual grandmother to me. She even keeps in regular contact with my mom. God bless them both. Living with possessed difficulties... Living with me possess difficulties, I must admit. Aisha is so accustomed to listening to me complaining that she sometimes referred to my rigmarole as the tale of woe. Then there was a day I accidentally started a trash can on fire in the apartment. Needless to say, her knowledge and kindness tolerated my follies. The other day she said, I saw God's wisdom in not blessing me with having children. 
When I followed up with her about this statement, she told me she was referring to my teenage level of emotional sobriety and her lack of patience. Among the other forms of healing she practices, Isa is a Reiki teacher. Reiki is a Japanese energetic healing art. I have had the honor to study Reiki as her student. Last month, I passed the second class of Reiki training, which has provided a fulfilled way to be of service and expand my consciousness during the lockdown. I practiced Reiki on, on a fellow I met with semi-regularly for sessions near Washington Square Park. I have also practiced Reiki via video chat. My friendship with Issa took compelling turn almost two months ago when we decided to begin a shared writing project. We write short essays about each other and then share them each week. In typical AA fashion, this exchange has enlightened me both to Issa's appreciation for my attributes and her capacity for tough love. Issa has suggested several ways for me to spend time during this unusual era. One being to bring my saxophone to the park and play with my case open for tips. This is an opportunity to earn money, but also a chance to practice outdoors. She then encouraged me to write an article about the experience. I follow her suggestion, but have yet to hear back from a publication interested in running my story. Although I have a habit of depending unhealthy on those around me, maturity means taking responsibility for my sobriety. So I say a suggestion I generally attend one virtual AA meeting a day. I also go to an Al-Anon meeting a week and I keep a regular contact with my sponsor in each program, Toby in AA and Alan in Al-Anon. Toby started a big book study on Mondays, which I attend. Alan and I discuss the traditions over the phone. I make an effort to share at most meetings and I volunteer to be a sponsor. I am the AA GSR for the Grateful Group and have two other commitments, and a couple of days ago, I installed a new screen to replace the one that burned in my accidental trash fire, campfire. Regardless of what's happening in the world, I know I am blessed to live with a fellow AA member. Thank you, AA and ISA from Brian L., New York, New York. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful story. I know a lot of people that bunk together, AA. They get along really good. And it's amazing how common sense prevails in a relationship like that. And me and my wife, we use the principles and the traditions and respect, humor, and this will work out. And... Uh, of course, learn a new level of trust. Let go and let God. And it works for us. All right, our next article is called Whisper of Freedom. In prison for a DUI, uh oh, a sober coach shares about a momentous connection he made that changed his life. 
I used to be a teacher and a coach. I was actually sober for two years before the legal system took my case to trial. I'm now serving a five-year sentence for a DUI. My incarceration is almost over, and I should be eligible for work release soon. I never would have guessed that I would find my personal key to freedom during long, sleepless nights, surrounded by the ever-present scent of cold steel and new cement in a cell in a small town in Minnesota. But somehow things slowed down enough during my incarceration in here for me to reflect on what was missing in my recovery. Through the distractions of deep booming snores of a stranger sleeping just three feet above me and the dimly lit overhead light that never goes to sleep, a gentle voice appeared as a whisper in my ear as I laid on my cardboard like pillow in the steel bunk that I come to accept as my bed. That night, I distinctly heard the voice softly but very clearly telling me, Rest, my son. You're finally, you finally found me. I can see your heart. I believe in you. Trust in the willingness you're feeling. I see you. I'm with you. Trust your new faith. You're finally getting honest with yourself and with me. I am pleased I will lead you on on a better path. That seems like a lot to hear from a whisper at 2 a.m. inside a 6 by 9 prison cell. I couldn't believe it was happening myself. But since that night, I continued praying about those words that were whispered to me. I become more willing to go even further in faith by being honest and taking action, such as stepping aside when my ego and perfectionism arises. I pray for the voice, which I call Papa, my higher power to lead me, and I ask for the willingness to follow and the ability to watch his will for me flourish from the inside out. I don't know if this is what it calls a spiritual awakening, but I know that I was not asleep when I heard him. Each day now my eyes are led to amazing insights in the pages of daily reflections as Bill sees it and our big book. I have even begun to write honest, resentment-free amend letters inside my prison cell as I live in this newfound freedom. I hope this essay will help someone else who's incarcerated and feeling lonely. I am now helping facilitate the prison YAA meeting here. We have AA volunteers who come in from Bloomington to help share their experience, strength, and hope from the outside world. We meet once a week. This prison holds about 2,300 souls. Our group is growing, but we could still use all the prayers we can get. Our group is growing, but we could still use all the prayers we can get. Thanks to those whispers of freedom, the promises of AA are finally becoming real to me. Right here on my steel bunk with a cardboard-like pillow in a cell in a small town in Minnesota. Daniel L. Daniel L. from Fairbolt, Minnesota. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
I have heard the voice of God, Fernando Alcoholic. I have heard the voice of God concerning employment, concerning uh, guidance, and it's it's clear. It's a strong man's voice. It's about, I don't know, it's almost uh, six and a half, seven feet tall where the voice is coming from and back to you. Very loving, very strong, uh, very secure and safe. A loving uh, that God, he's, he's teaching us and where do we go? Anywhere he's there, he's looking at us. And cheerfulness brings easy communications. Amen. Our next story is sent to us by Corky S. from Quitman, Texas. Quitman. Or Quitman. I don't know. One drink, the wine. In my first 30 years of life, I was educated in religion, both in school and in church. I learned the rules and tried to follow them, and I never understood why following them was so difficult. My religion taught me that if we ate meat on Friday and died before we confessed that sin, we would go directly to hell. Then suddenly, they changed the rule. We no longer were required to refrain from eating meat on Friday. My immediate and ongoing question was, and still is, what about those millions in hell all those years because they ate meat on Friday and died before confessing? That's when I came to the conclusion that rules were man-made. Soon after that, another religious decree appeared that made it acceptable to confess sins directly to God. If you wanted conf confession to the minister, was no longer required. When I got to AA, I understood that I could not take alcohol into my body in any form. If I did it, it would start the unquenchable craving for alcohol. So I consulted with another old friend of mine who had the same allergy to alcohol. He was the most devout church member I have ever known and attended services every day. I asked him if I should drink the transformed wine he, he answered, was instant, don't drink the wine. Don't drink the wine. So now my spiritual journey suggests that I improve my conscious contact with God as I understand Him, understood Him. That meant for me that I have to be open-minded about God as I understood Him. I had to be willing to accept for consideration anything that this God, as I understood Him, would reveal to me. Today my life is guided by this way as I understand Him. Every minute of every hour of every day, do I do whatever I feel He says? Absolutely not. I carefully consider everything that's revealed to me. I usually accept it and consider it at length. God usually speaks to me through other alcoholics. My God does not have a name other than as I understand him. The word good is as close as I can yet to a name for my God today. For me, the proof of his existence is the peace and serenity in my life. He listens. He lets me know what I should be and shouldn't do daily. 
He does not require me to tell others that he's the only God. He does not require any anyone to believe anything or join any church or religion or sect domination. He gives me direct knowledge of what to do. He gives me direct knowledge of what to do in my life, one day at a time. I must choose to do it or not. So far, that has kept me sober for more than 46 years. Corky is from Quitman, Texas. Thank you so much, Corky. And we'll go ahead and stop there. Let's go ahead and pray out with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Boy, thank you so much for coming in today. God bless you, and I'm going to take a nap. <laughs>
that I also may be encouraged when I know your state, for I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ. But you know his proven character, that as a son with his father he served with me in the gospel. Therefore I hope to send him at once, as soon as I see it goes with me. But I trust in the Lord that I myself shall also come shortly. Yet I considered it necessary to send you to Epaharitis, my brother. Epaharitis, my brother. Or, or Epaharitis, my brother. Fellow worker and fellow soldier. But your messenger and the one who ministered to my need, since he was longing for you all and was distressed because you had heard that he was sick. For indeed he was sick almost unto death. But God has mercy on him, and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore I sent him the more eagerly, that when you see him again, you may rejoice, and I may be less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such men in esteem. Because of the work of Christ, he came close to death, not regarding his life to supply what was lacking in your service toward me. Philippians 3. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation. For we are the circumcision who worship God and the Spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh, though I also might have confidence in the flesh if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. Circumcised, circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews concerning the law, a Pharisee concerning zeal, persecuting the church concerning the righteousness which is a law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet I indeed, yet indeed I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, hallelujah, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, there's that scripture, and that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold that of that for which Jesus, or which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. 
I press toward, toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree, degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be the same mind. Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so, who so walk as you have, uh, have us for a pattern. For many walk, of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame who set their mind on earthly things for our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able to even subdue all things to himself Philippians 4 Therefore, my beloved and longed for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. I implore Udia and I implore Syntyche to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, who labored with me in the gospel with Clement also and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life rejoice in the Lord always again I say rejoice let your gentleness be known to all men the Lord is at hand be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw, saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now, at last, your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did not, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared my in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessal Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. 
Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphrodis the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Great, or greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren who are with me great greet you. All the saints greet you, but especially those who are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Philippians 2. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem others better than himself. Lead each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interests of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God, without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Yes, and if I'm being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I'm glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you, you also be glad and rejoice with me. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly, that I also may be encouraged when I know your state. For I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. 
For all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ. But you know his proven character, that as a son with his father he served with me in the gospel. Therefore I hope to send him at once, as soon as I see it goes with me. But I trust in the Lord that I myself shall also come shortly. Yet I considered it necessary to send you to Epaharitis, my brother. Epaharitis, my brother. Or, or Epaharitis, my brother. Fellow worker and fellow soldier. But your messenger and the one who ministered to my need, since he was longing for you all and was distressed because you had heard that he was sick. For indeed he was sick almost unto death. But God has mercy on him, and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore I sent him the more eagerly, that when you see him again, you may rejoice, and I may be less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such men in esteem. Because of the work of Christ, he came close to death, not regarding his life to supply what was lacking in your service toward me. Philippians 3. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation. For we are the circumcision who worship God in the Spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh, though I also might have confidence in the flesh if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. Circumcised, circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews concerning the law, a Pharisee concerning zeal, persecuting the church concerning the righteousness which is a law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Yet I indeed, yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellent of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, hallelujah, <clears throat> the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, there's that scripture, and that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold that of that for which Jesus, or which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward, toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. 
Therefore, let us as many as are mature have this mind. And, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree, degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be the same mind. Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so, who so walk as you have, uh, have us for a pattern. For many walk, of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able to even subdue all things to himself. Philippians 4. Therefore, my beloved and longed for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. I implore Udia and I implore Syntyche to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, who, who labored with me in the gospel with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw, saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did not, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared my in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessal Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. 
I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphrodis the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Great, or greet every saint in Christ Jesus, the brethren who are with me great greet you. All the saints greet you, but especially those who are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Philippians 2. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interests of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God, without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Yes, and if I'm being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I'm glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you, you also be glad and rejoice with me. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly, that I also may be encouraged when I know your state. For I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ. But you know his proven character 
that as a son with his father, he served with me in the gospel. Therefore, I hope to send him at once, as soon as I see it goes with me. But I trust in the Lord that I myself shall also come shortly. Yet I considered it necessary to send you to Epaharitis, my brother. Epaharitis, my brother. Or, or Epaharitis, my brother. Fellow worker and fellow soldier. But your messenger and the one who ministered to my need, since he was longing for you all and was distressed because you had heard that he was sick. For indeed he was sick almost unto death. But God has mercy on him, and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore I sent him the more eagerly, that when you see him again, you may rejoice, and I may be less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such men in esteem. Because of the work of Christ, he came close to death, not regarding his life to supply what was lacking in your service toward me. Philippians 3. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation. For we are the circumcision who worship God in the Spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh, though I also might have confidence in the flesh if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. Circumcised, circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews concerning the law, a Pharisee concerning zeal, persecuting the church concerning the righteousness which is a law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet I indeed, yet indeed I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, hallelujah, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. There's that scripture, and that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold that of that for which Jesus, or which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. 
nevertheless to the degree that we have already attained. Let us walk by the same rule. Let us be the same mind. Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so, who so walk as you have, uh, have us for a pattern. For many walk, of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able to even subdue all things to himself. Philippians 4. Therefore, my beloved and longed for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. I implore Udia and I implore Syntyche, Syntyche to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, who, who labored with me in the gospel with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw, saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did not... Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared my in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessal Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphrodites the things 
accept from you a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Great, or greet every saint in Christ Jesus, the brethren who are with me great greet you. All the saints greet you, but especially those who are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. chapter 14 the way the truth and the life let not your heart be troubled you believe in God believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also, and from now on you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells in you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. A little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me, because I live, 
you will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world give do I, I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say, I am going away and coming back to you. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing on me. But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandments, so I do. Rise, let us go from here. Chapter 15, The True Vine I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than to this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I ever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, 
But I have called you friends, for all things that I heard from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit shall remain. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world will love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecute me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my words, they will keep yours also. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done any done among them the works which no one else did, they would have no sin. But now they have seen and also hated both me and my father. But this happened that the word might be fulfilled, which is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. And you will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Chapter 16. These things I have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. They will put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he is offered God's service. And these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things I have told you that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I did not say to you at the beginning because I was with you. But now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you ask, where are you going? But because you said these things to you, I said them, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the ruler of the world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you the things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. 
Therefore I said that he will take a mine and declare it to you. A little while and you will not see me. And again a little while and you will see me because I go to the Father. Then some of his disciples said among themselves, What is this that he says to us, A little while and you will not see me. And again a little while and you will see me. And because I go to the Father. They said therefore, what is this that he says a little while? We do not know what he is saying. Now Jesus knew that they desired to ask him, and he said to them, Are you inquiring among yourself about what I said? A little while, and you will not see me, and again a little while, and you will see me? Most assuredly, I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice, and you will be sorrowful. But your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her house has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you. And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Unless you have asked nothing in my name until now, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I no longer speak to you in figurative language. But I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from, forth from God. I came forth from the, high, from the Father and have come into the world. Again I leave this world and go to the Father. His disciples said to him, See, now you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. We are now sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you came forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming. Yes, has now come that you will be scattered each to his own and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulations, but be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. Jesus prays for himself. John 17. Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven, and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, and your Son also may glorify you. As you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. 
And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. I have mentioned to your name, to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours, you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they have known that all things which you gave given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all of mine are yours, and all yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you, Holy Father. Keep through your name those you have given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. As for their sake, I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Jesus prays for all believers. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and the glory which you gave me I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me, and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me. For you love me before the foundations of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you. And these have known that you sent me. And I have declared to them your name and will declare it, that the love which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. Now a reading from the book of First John. Chapter 1. What was heard and seen and touched. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, 
and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was manifested, and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. All these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from him and declared to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Chapter 2 My little children, these things I write to you, that you may not sin, and if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he himself is the appropriation of our sins, and not for ours only, but for all the whole world. Now by this we know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself to walk just as he walked. Brethren, I write no commandment to you, but an old commandment that you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which, which things is true in him and in you. Because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded him. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the devil, the wicked one. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever.
Little children, it is the last hour, and you have heard that the Antichrist is coming. Even now, many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest, lest none of them were of us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is a Christ? He is the Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Therefore, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised to us, eternal life. These things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teaches you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and it's true, and it's not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world knows not us, because it did not know him. Chapter 3. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed that we what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself, just as he is pure. Whoever commits sin and, com and also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And if you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there's no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor know him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, but his seed remain in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. And this is the children of God, and the children of the devil are manifested. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, not as Cain who, has, who was of the wicked one, 
and murder his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his works were evil and his brothers righteous. Do not marvel, my brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you will know that no murderer has eternal life abundant, abiding in him. By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has his world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts and knows all things. Beloved, if our hearts does not con condemn us, we have confidence towards God. And whatever we ask, we receive from Him, because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. And this is a commandment, that we should believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as He gave us commandments. The Spirit of Truth and the Spirit of Error Now he who keeps his commandments abides in him, and he in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given us. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know that the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in this world. You are a God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know that the spirit of truth and the, and the spirit of error Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. In this, the love of God was manifested towards us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. And this is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the appropriation of our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Seeing God through love. No one has ever seen God at any time. 
If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him, and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son or as Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. The commandment of love. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. By this, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, but he is a liar, for he who does not love his brother whom he has not seen, as he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And, and this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. Chapter 5. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves him who begot also loves him who is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God. By this we know that we love the children of God. When we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God. That we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who also believes that Jesus is the Son of God. A certain... The certainty of God's witness. This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who bears witness because the Spirit of truth. For there are three who, that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness on earth, the Spirit, the water, and and the blood, and these three agree as one. If we receive the witness of man, the witness of God is greater, for this is the witness of God which he has testified of his Son. He who abides in the Son of God has the witness to himself. He who does not believe God has been made a liar because he has not believed the testimony that God has given uh, of us of his son and this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son he who has the son has life he who does not have the son of God does not have life these things I have spoken to you to to your who believe in the name these things I have written to you who believe in the name of the son of God 
that you may know that you have been you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. If anyone sees a brother sinning, a sin which does not lead to death, he will ask and he will give him life. For the, those who commit the sin not leading to death. There is a sin leading to death. I do not say that he should pray about that. All unrighteousness is sin and there is sin not leading to death. Knowing the true reject the false knowing the true and rejecting the false we know that whoever is born of God does not sin but he who has been born of God keeps himself and the wicked one does not touch him we know that we are of God and the world the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one and we know that the son of God has come into and has given us eternal understanding that we may know him who is true and we are in Christ who is true and his son Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourself from idols. Amen. Let me go ahead and read that again, number 20. And we know that the Son of God has come and he has given us an understanding that we may know him who is true and we are in him who is true and in his son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Amen and amen. Glorify the Father in this reading that has given thanks for his pure joy. Thank you.